form of fasting. That's where the sort of pseudo fasted state comes in. And it was developed in order to treat epilepsy in children. Oh, interesting. So fasting since like ancient Greece for like hundreds and hundreds of years in many societies, fasting had been used as a treatment for epilepsy and it seemed to work, particularly in children. Hmm. But the challenge with that treatment is epileptic people still need to eat. Ah, <laughs> footnote, asterisk. So the first time anyone tested and studied fasting as a treatment for epilepsy was was in 1911. It was in France. Bonjour. Epileptic people were put on a very low-calorie vegetarian diet, which included phases of both fasting and of purging. So we're in like full oh, wow. eating disorder territory here. Fasting and purging. Of the 20 patients who took part in that study, two of them showed reduced symptoms. And the rest of them, about half of them, ended up falling off of the diet altogether because it was so incredibly restrictive and hard to stay on, right? So a 90% failure rate. Yes. 18 out of 20. Okay. But also, if you're talking about epilepsy and you're talking about people who are having up to 90 small seizures a day, yeah. like you can imagine you would, there are a lot of things that you would do, right? Yeah. You would yeah, be yeah. up for a lot of things to treat that. In the early 20th century, there's sort of a big boom at that time in what we would now call sort of like wellness stuff, right? The early 20th century is when we get Coca-Cola, which is like considered sort of a health beverage mm. at the time. It's where we get breakfast cereal, Post and General Mills, which are considered health foods at the time. It's where we got health spas. Yeah, I saw a documentary about that starring Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> the Sausage King of Chicago. Yes. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> so by the 19-teens and 20s, fasting in particular is being popularized for everyone by a couple of doctors who are disciples of this guy who is absolutely not a fucking doctor, <laughs> whose name is Bernard McFadden. Okay. He was born Bernard with a D at the end. But he liked the name Bernard with two R's at the end oh, because what? he said it sounded like a lion roaring. <laughs> <laughs> what? Surprise, this is now a history episode, at least just for a little bit, mm -hmm. because I found out about this guy and I was like, sorry, we're talking about this guy for a while. Deep dive. He is fucking bananas. He is a mm -hmm. wild ride. So Bernard McFadden is credited as being kind of like the godfather of physical fitness culture in Ooh. the U.S. He is a sort of early American bodybuilder. He's considered, I think, a precursor to folks like Jack LaLanne and Charles Atlas, mm. right? He didn't have formal training in fitness or nutrition, but in 1899, he founded this magazine called Physical Culture, which was sort of like a proto-men's fitness. It was also a little bit like Oprah magazine because he was on almost every cover. Nice. <laughs> and because almost every story was illustrated by photos of him. And actually, I'm going to send you Ooh, yeah. a couple of these photos. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So you sent me the one where it looks like he's wearing a diaper first. I feel like you did that on purpose. I mean, they all look like he's wearing a diaper. <laughs> 
Oh my He's wearing God. these like weirdly high-waisted like underpants, basically. So we've got a photo of this white dude who looks to be in his like mid forties or something. Uh-huh. Yep. And in one photo, he's wearing a sort of a jock strap thing, but it's like a jock strap with a girdle. <laughs> so it goes up past almost past his belly button <laughs> and it's sort of holding his waist in. And then his, his junk looks upset. Like it's all, it's all packed in there. And then in the other one, he's wearing what really looks like an adult diaper. Yep. And he has a sort of like Joe Pesci kind of look to him. He does have a Joe Pesci look to him. I can also tell from his proportions that this is a short king. (laughs) It's also a really interesting look, I think, at sort of like what are the muscular ideals at the time. So he's like a dude who has, I would say, fairly muscular legs fairly muscular arms, not really pecs. Yes. And sort of a little bit of abs. It's also, yeah, the the beauty centers for men are so fascinating because they've grown up around sort of the invention of fitness culture and the invention of gyms. And Mm so previously, like, fit men, quote unquote, they didn't have, like, giant pecs. Like, they didn't look like The Rock because the techniques of going to the gym and specifically working out like that didn't really exist then. Yeah. You were doing a lot of calisthenics and sort of more gymnastic-y techniques. Yep. I mean, looking at these photos, other than the pose that he's in, you wouldn't necessarily think, like, this is obviously... 